You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Welcome to today's episode of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. This business talk show airs live on Tuesdays and Wednesdays at 4 p.m. And Thursdays at our special time of 3 p.m. All of our shows can be heard live exclusively here on Orange County's only community radio station, octalkradio.net. If you're listening to this show as a podcast, we encourage you to consider listening live during our broadcast times. We'd like to thank our show's sponsors, Brandman University, Commercial Bank of California, Decision Toolbox, Smart Business Magazine, Succession Strategies, and Center Club of Costa Mesa. The show is to help you, our audience of CEOs of middle market companies, to make better decisions. We have two guests today. Our first guest is Linda LeRae. Linda is co-founder and CEO of Enjoy Global. Linda, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me, Rick. It's my pleasure. Let's start simply. Tell us a little bit about your professional background. For the last 21 years, I've been a CEO of major corporations, uh, Giorgio Beverly Hills, uh, divisions of Avon Products, Procter & Gamble, and my most recent was the CEO of Fredericks of Hollywood. And at Fredericks of Hollywood, I am the one who led the turnaround and Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Wow. And so I took the company into and out of and restructured everything from the culture to the balance sheet to uh, product offering, etc. That's an iconic brand, and that must have um, been quite a challenge to do it successfully as you did. It was like uh, getting a Ph.D. I would think. And it was as difficult, too. Some say, some people said, don't do it, don't do it. And I'm right. really glad I did. Because of the downside it. risk oh. to your career Absolute, or something? Yeah. Absolutely. Right. And because it was such a controversial time and company and all of that. And so it really taught me a lot. And I'm really excited that I have been able to take all these experiences over the last 21 years of being a CEO Uh and roll it forward towards my new venture. So let's talk about your new venture then. I said it's Enjoy Global. What an interesting name because it's spelled with an I, right? Well, because our goal, my partner and I founded the company and our goal really is to bring joy back into the workplace and into people's lives, particularly since we spend so much time at work. And what really happened that created this for me, right. my path is a little different than my partner's, okay. but um, what really created this for me is that I had lived in a climate of change for a long time. And as a CEO, you're constantly steering companies and people through major changes right. as the global environment changes. Right. And I had worked with many, many companies that, as you see, are major consumer products and look at the difference of what's going on today versus what went on 20 years ago. But there's one thing that really jumped out, and that is the the corporate workplace today. And this is a global study that... Um, 
Gallup did. Gallup did a, a study of 25 million employees, so it's quite statistically I love, significant. Yeah, I love Gallup because they can do these global studies and get such a large sampling. It is amazing and, and that they have so such a great rich. organization. It's so rich right. with very, very important points that right. help us guide what this experience we're having on Earth is. So what did this survey of well, 25 million people say? Sadly, it validated that 72% or three out of four people actually actually hate the job they are in. <laughs> they are completely Sorry. disengaged yeah, in the workplace. Astounding. And, you know, when you start probing this, you find out what it is. But even more frightening is that one out of five are actually vigilante. They really want to hurt the company they work for. And this, to me, was just a sad thing because I spent most of my life being part of the 28% that loved what right. I did. Right. And when I coach or mentor people, it's always the first element is have passion for what you do because then you won't work a day in your life. Exactly. And the sad reality of corporate America is that Half a trillion, that's trillion with a capital T, dollars are lost in productivity every year specifically attached to the fact that the workplace is disengaged. And Linda, you you said global, uh, you said, I'm sorry, corporate, but I want to put a finer point on that so that I understand it. Our audience are CEOs of middle market companies. It's middle market. Okay, many of those are private, not, not public corporations. This is private public it's all everybody right? right and the thing that's beautiful about the study is that it is so rich that it talks about various industries so it goes into industrial it goes into financial it goes into retail it goes into service providing and it spans the top jobs to the middle management to the entry-level workforce. So they really have done their They've done their work, yeah. absolutely. And they update this study every two years. Yes. So this study's been going on for a long time. And sadly, the trajectory has not gotten better. It's actually gotten worse. Gotten and worse. So, well, that would make sense. With a global economic recession, I would think absolutely. that people are disillusioned and disgruntled. And Well, plus there's so much change going on in the way people perform. And what I think we've lost sight of as a country... And, and maybe globally, we've lost sight of the fact that in order that it's all about the people. Relationships are the critical factor that's the glue for every corporation. Right. And the, those relationships, particularly your employee base, if you have happy and healthy employees, you are going to have a happy, healthy workplace. Right, because what you're really talking about, uh, focusing on the minority are the engaged employees, aren't you? Having an engaged workforce. Yeah. And what we're talking about is how does an organization get to the place where they have more than 28% percent Peter engaged? Dr- Peter Drucker said uh, a lot of things. And one of, oh, the, one fabulous, of, the, qu- one of right? the quotes that I remember attributed to him was that, uh, get the people part of your business right because it is so difficult to do that you'll really stand out in the marketplace if you figure out how to get the people part right well you get the people part right innovation goes up all critical thinking goes up right productivity goes up profits go up profit goes up right and profit goes up you have fewer absentees you have less turnover and turnover costs you 26 percent more 
I may be misquoting this, but I seem to remember from that Gallup survey something like 12% improvement in your bottom line profit if you have an engaged workforce. 12, if, if It's a hard benefit. It's not a soft skill, isn't oh, it? If you could go to a CEO and go, I can improve your profits by 12%, I mean, I oh. think most CEOs would go, sign me up. Sign me up, exactly. And the, this, the interesting part of that is that there's this incredible body of um, research that supports this, not just from Gallup, but across the globe. Right. And it really talks to what happens when you engage the population. Just really quickly, let me give you why I did this. Okay, I have about a minute. Okay. Can you do it in a minute? Yeah, I can do right. it in a minute. Then go for it. Um, after I did the turnaround for uh, Fredericks of Hollywood, we were bought by a, another company. We were merged with another company, and we consolidated that company. And for the very first time in my career, I was one of those statistics. Wow. And I saw what it felt like wow. to be part of the 72% instead of part of the wow. 28%. Okay. And I dedicated the rest of my career to doing something about this. I got goosebumps with that. I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad you took that extra minute, Linda Lori. So we're going to take our first break, and when we come back, I'm going to ask you to talk a little bit more about engagement and empowerment and how that leads to a sustainable workforce. So you got don't it. go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back in less than three minutes after these words from our commercial sponsors. talk about your family business you know that thing you put your whole life's blood sweat and tears into well what happens when you retire or try and pass that business on to your children at succession strategies we can help you find the answers we'll guide you through the unsettling process of protecting your family legacy and successfully passing your business on to the next generation safely and securely ensuring that it'll both survive and thrive for generations to come. So ask yourself just one question. Can I really afford to wait? Take the first step. Take our complimentary self-assessment at SuccessionStrategies.com or call us at 714-560-9022 to set up a free consultation at your convenience. That's Succession-Strategies.com. Com. Commercial Bank of California, or CBC, is a well-funded, full-service bank located in the heart of Orange County. When it comes to safety and stability, CBC has one of the highest levels of capital of any commercial bank ranked in the top 6% in the nation. Commercial Bank of California was founded in 2003 by a group of Orange County's finest entrepreneurs. To this day, our bank is governed by our founders, including General William Lyon of William Lyon Homes, Alex Morello of the Morello Group, and Frank Willie of Fidelity National Financial, to name a few. In short, we're a bank founded, built, and run by entrepreneurs, for entrepreneurs. Not every business in Orange County should be our customer. However, if your business is looking for a bank that can assist in finance, production, analytics, and risk management, there's no better bank to choose. To understand the true power of how Commercial Bank of California can help you achieve your goals, give us a call at 714-431-7000 or visit us on the web at www.com. 
B-A-N-C-A-L.com. Member at the IC. Richard Franzi is the author of two popular business books for CEOs. His first book, Critical Mass, The Ten Explosive Powers of CEO Peer Groups, was the first book ever written on the secret value of CEO peer groups. His second book, now with newly updated information, is Critical Mass, The Power of CEO Guiding Principles. Richard's books contain powerful information to help CEOs running middle market companies gain valuable insight to improve their decision-making skills. Richard's books are available as paperbacks or Kindle versions from Amazon.com. To find them, type Richard Franzi in the search box. Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. I'd like to thank and acknowledge our listeners who download our show as a podcast. You've downloaded over 10,000 shows during the last 30 days. We here at the program appreciate your continued and growing support. All of our shows can be heard live here on Internet radio station octalkradio.net, broadcasting from their state-of-the-art studios in the tech-space facilities in Costa Mesa, California. Or they can be rebroadcast anytime from Apple iTunes, Stitcher.com, and other business-oriented podcasting services. All right, Linda LeRae is our guest. She is co-founder and CEO of Enjoy Global. Linda, before the break, I said I was going to ask you to discuss your firm's idea of engagement plus empowerment equals a sustainable workforce. Can you tell us more about this methodology? Well, yeah, I'm happy to do that. You know, there are a lot of companies out there that... um, do good at inspiring. And when I was a CEO, I would hire a lot of these companies to come in and inspire. And um, there's two areas or two arenas of of top things that employees need and that you need for a successful work environment. And that is personal well-being. And the study showed us that through Gallup. This is the top two answers, personal well-being and personal growth. Hmm. If an employer takes an interest in my personal growth and my personal well-being, I give it right back to the employer. And I give it back to them in areas that are absolutely trackable in terms of my bottom line contribution. And so what happens is inspiration gets you going. And, and people come out of an inspiring workshop or a seminar or something like that, and they think, wow, this is great. This is really terrific. I'm pumped up. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pumped up. I want to do this. And what happens about a month later? You go back to those same people, and they're back into the groove of where they were. Right. And they may take something with them, and when they're reminded about it, they go, oh, yeah, i got to do that. i got to do that. But what we found is that habits keep you going. Mm. And uh Habit is a very hard thing to break, and it's a very hard thing to attain. Amen. So through technology, which is where my partner is such a brilliant, okay. brilliant person, um, Jeff, is, Jeff and I came together and we said, how do we hold people's hands? How do we help them? Because accountability and reward are what we're all about. People want to be held accountable. They join an organization wanting to be successful. Who gets a job thinking, oh, I want to be a flop? (laughs) You know, I want to be a failure. I'll just keep my head down and do nothing and see if they catch me. Right, right. exactly. And in today's workplace, there is an influx of, of many millions of 
employees that are of the technology generation. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And where the three generations come together, the baby boomers are still out there and we're trying to, you know, catch up. And then you have the innovators, which are the Generation X, and they are the ones who actually created mm-hmm. all of what we see technologically speaking. And then you've got the millennials, and they are technologically dependent. Right. And they're the ones who are the most influenceable because they are the largest segment of the market right now. And when you look at through technology, what we at Enjoy Global have been able to come up with is a way to hold people's hands virtually. It's like having a personal trainer hmm. in the personal well-being and personal growth space. So, th- so that people don't backslide from that moment of inspiration. Correct. Okay, yes. I get it. And right. what we do is we find that the beauty is in simplicity. Always and is. <laughs> if we can, exactly. And for the C-suite, we help them remember that it's all about relationships. Remember that the employees are the glue that keeps the business together. And that when an employee is engaged, they are 12 to 15% more profitable. And and there's a study that was done by CFO Magazine that says for every 1% growth in a Fortune 1000 company, Uh there's $120,000 more in uh, operating profit wow. for every one, oh, no, less of less than one percent. Excuse me, one tenth of one. One tenth of one percent. One hundred and twenty thousand dollars more in profitability. Yeah, this is there are very hard returns, positive returns to the financial performance of a company through doing simple things like caring about your employees, knowing Absolutely. their names. And Rick, you hit on it, knowing their names understanding that you care, I mean, for them to think you care about them. And what are good ways to do that? Well, if you have a very large organization, what better way than giving them tools in their toolbox to help them change their habits so that they can be healthier, happier, and grow? Because that's an important part, right? Healthy. Oh, healthy is critical. Having a workforce that has health. Yeah, and if you look at what happens in absenteeism, when you have an engaged population, people are not looking forward to Friday. They're right. looking forward to Monday. That's a different but, thought, huh? And yes, and the thing about that that's so exciting is that when they're looking forward to Monday, it's because they feel like they're making a difference. Right. And the number one need for human beings is to feel like you count. Right. Like you're heard. Like you're seen. It's like a relationship. It's just... These things, and what we love about what we're doing at Enjoy Global Uh is all of the lessons that are in the toolbox that we help a company put there for, and they're very simple to do, but they're accountable. They're readable. They're simple to do, but people don't do it. And that's the whole thing. 78% or whatever of the population is saying you're not doing it. 78% don't have access to it. And the thing is, is that when you... When things start sliding in a business, what happens is usually management starts coming down it on you worse. instead of right. saying. And I am the the, the uh, prodigy of someone who taught me at a very young age um, that you really, when you really want to utz people to make them do more, is when things are going well. Uh-huh. Because when things are not going well, what you want to do is you want to give them tools to help uh-huh. them make it better. You want to encourage them to have a positive attitude, to approach an idea with a creative attitude. Think about this. In kindergarten, if you ask a bunch of kindergartners to draw the picture of a tree, 
you will get the most incredible looks at what a tree looks like. Right. It'll be purple, it'll right. be pink, it'll right. be all kinds of things. Right. And it's self-expression. And out of self-expression come great, really marketable ideas, solutions, critical thinking, right. etc. Take that same group of kids in the fourth grade and ask them to draw a tree mm. and they're all going to look very much Conform. alike yeah. because they've been told, no, a tree looks like this. Right. Oh, honey, that's not a tree. That's not a tree. What are you doing? Trees aren't purple. Right. You know, but right. the fact is, and I love that story for its that's simplicity. Right. Drives the point home. It drives the point home. It's incredible. I have about only two minutes left with you. Okay. This time has just flown by. We're going to have to have you back because I've got other questions <laughs> I, I want to talk it. to. Okay. I love but it. But <laughs> I'm not going to let you get out of here without asking you, and I think you've already given us a great idea for it, but I want to hear it in your own words what your guiding principle is. In other words, you've learned a lot in your professional career. You've had experiences. What have you distilled that down into that is allowing you now to lead and grow your current firm? We call it your guiding principle. My guiding principle has is now and was when I was a CEO to always understand that it is the power of more than one. A circle is the best metaphor that I can use for it. A chain is only as strong as its weakest link. I mean, there's a lot of those colloquialisms that we can reach for, but the fact is you surround yourself with the best people, love what you do, learn to communicate effectively, and you'll be driving it home. Right. I I never can understand uh, a CEO of a business that employs people that they personally don't like. Oh, it's like a why, huge mistake. Why would you do that? If you don't like them, how you, I mean, they're going to know. Well, right? not How only do you that, not know that well, somebody doesn't like exactly. you? Exactly. And what happens is people are not motivated when they're not in a positive environment. <laughs> yeah, they got, I'll show you. You can have tons of problems when you're in a pros- positive environment and have healthy yes. ways of solving them yeah. and turning that around. We had a guest on the show yesterday talking about resiliency, and I'm thinking that's so true. Em- empowered employees make for a resilient organization. Absolutely, and you have to take care of yourself, too. So right. as the leader, it is really, really important, and that's one of my guiding principles, too, is when I get into a funk, my whole organization is going to be in a funk. Because if you don't think that that energy is felt, what's oh, yeah. the statistics? One out of five people is all it takes to change the whole energy of of a situation. Right. So if you have one person who's really positive, they can infect the entire group. Right. You have one person who's really negative and there's nothing to counterbalance that, it'll drag all of the down. energy down. Okay, Linda LeRae, let, tell us how people learn more about Enjoy Global. How do they find you online? They can find us on the Internet at enjoyglobal.com, I-N-J-O-Y global.com. Check out our video. We have two programs, one that enters through the personal growth area and the other one that in- enters through wellness. And either one of them are a great place to start your organization and to really understand. And we're, we love to come and visit you and talk with you as CEOs and, and show you what we've learned over the years of being in business. Fantastic. You're doing great work, good work, work that needs to be done. Uh, I hope many in our audience will consider looking at your website and contacting you. I want to thank you for being a friend of the program, a part of our Critical Mass community. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure being here. Time just flew by. All right, ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned. We're going to take our second commercial break here on Critical Mass Radio Show, and in less than three minutes, we'll be back with our second guest. Stay tuned. 
it comes to pioneers in their respective industries, we all know the Apples, Starbucks, and Trader Joe's of the world. In the realm of recruiting, Decision Toolbox is the industry's best-kept secret. With 90% of their business from referrals and repeat customers, for over 20 years, Decision Toolbox's U.S.-based team of recruiters, sourcers, professional writers, quality personnel, and tech support has perfected a Six Sigma approach to talent management. No matter the size of the project, Decision Toolbox delivers incredible results, a cost per hire less than half of what contingency firms charge, with the winning candidate presented in an average of 14 days, all with a 12-month candidate warranty. With results like that, Decision Toolbox won't be a secret for long. Visit us at www.dtoolbox.com for more information. Richard Franzi is the author of two popular business books for CEOs. His first book, Critical Mass, The Ten Explosive Powers of CEO Peer Groups, was the first book ever written on the secret value of CEO peer groups. His second book, now with newly updated information, is Critical Mass, The Power of CEO Guiding Principles. Richard's books contain powerful information to help CEOs running middle market companies gain valuable insight to improve their decision-making skills. Richard's books are available as paperbacks or Kindle versions from Amazon.com. To find them, type Richard Franzi in the search box. If you are an Orange County CEO or a business owner, this message is for you. Do you ever feel isolated with no place to turn for advice or feedback? Who holds you accountable to your commitments in your company? Where do you find the right resources to help you and your company grow? If you have had these questions, then Critical Mass for Business might be the answer for you. Critical Mass for Business is committed to helping you make better decisions through the power of peer learning. These are groups of peers who are running businesses just like you. CEO Peer Groups provides a great sounding board to test fresh ideas and new concepts, review your strategic plans and tactical goals, and present issues and opportunities for a critical discussion. The result is improved strategy, accountability, and improved business results. If you are interested in learning more, go to www.criticalmassforbusiness.com and learn about our CEO Peer Groups. CEO Peer Groups is a registered trademark of Critical Mass for Business. Imagine what it would feel like to lose everything. Your job, your home, your family, your dignity. This has happened to thousands of the men, women, veterans, and young adults we serve at Working Wardrobes. What do we do to help? We provide career development services, life skills workshops, job skills training. We provide the perfect interview outfit, and we get clients placed in jobs. Call Working Wardrobes, 714-210-2460. Donate, volunteer, invest, hire. Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. Our audience demographic is 98% business owners and executives who listen to learn from the experiences of our guests. If your firm is interested in reaching these top decision makers, then advertising on the radio show may be the answer. Each month, our sponsors gain valuable exposure through their support of the program. We delivered over 30,000 highly targeted sponsor impressions last month. To learn more, contact our advertising department at 949 Eight eight seven four one zero four. 
All of our shows can be found on our website, criticalmassforbusiness.com. All right, our second guest today, Hank Mondaka, is here. He's VP of Western Region at Sonic Mobile. Hank, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me, Rick. I appreciate it. Let's talk a little bit about your background. Give our audience a sense for your professional experience, Hank. My experience is in marketing. I'm a marketing guy. Uh, try and be the creative one I have for, oh, geez, going on 16, 17 years now. And so that's my background. And about four years ago, I kind of uh, came across something pretty interesting that we're going to talk about today. Okay. So does that mean you want to talk about Sonic Mobile? Um, we can talk about Sonic Mobile. Sonic Mobile is an international company, and we are based out of New Zealand. And uh, we've been around for 14 years. Uh, we've been doing mobile for probably 10. Okay. So uh, mobile is taken a little bit more seriously around the world than it is here in the States. And we'll talk a little bit more about that. And from what perspective? When you say we've been doing mobile, what is it that we do? We do mostly text-based communications, Okay. Um, which means sometimes we do it with marketing. Other times we do it as a true communication-based medium. Um, working for governments, working for utility companies to communicate with the consumers. Okay, so I can send a text message now without using Sonic Mobile. What's the difference between using text message between, say, my producer Crystal and myself and how you, how Sonic Mobile helps companies with text messaging? Mass marketing is okay. for one. Okay. We uh, show the client how to build mobile databases, gathering mobile numbers. It's through an opt-in, and we'll have a demo here shortly. And those who are interested in the product or service can go ahead and opt in. And the business can take advantage of that by reaching them additionally down the road. Sometimes it's 50 people. Sometimes it's 5,000. Sometimes when we, you do a campaign in Huntington Beach where there's 400,000 people and you get 75,000 opt-ins, it's kind of hard to do 75,000 sends from your phone. Right. And we have the platform to do that. Okay. So the platform is... Uh, the ability to do this marketing directly to people's cell phones through the use of technologies, text messaging. Yes, sir. Okay. And that's just a small part of the mobile world. Oh, it is? Um, I, in, in, in what we believe is everything starts with a text message. When you're driving down the street or when you're reading an ad, it can say, um, text pizza to this number uh -huh. if you're interested in that pizza place. Okay. And you're going to start receiving some information from that company. Then there are there's the enterprise mobility, which is a whole different whole different ball game. But that's more of a communications tool that comes into play in New Zealand in their parole departments. And what they're doing with text message marketing is they're allowing their parole agent to send a text message to the parolee, asking them if they're going to make their appointment or not. Believe it or not, every county is losing millions of dollars on missed appointments so we've kind of filled that gap we found out that some of these people maybe not have an address and if they do they don't have a, a computer to receive email but they'll pay that 39 dollars a month to receive text messages they have the phone and so it's really working on the in that aspect so it's a little different than true marketing if you will okay so uh, as you're explaining that i'm thinking i have an uh, an opt-in email newsletter that crystal our producer sends weekly updates to talking about your appearance on the show today uh, they've all agreed to receive our newsletter, and I see how many people open it and click through. Uh, you're also then suggesting, as I'm using email, that in Sonic Mobile's world, we could do, be doing something similar with text messaging? Sure. Um, I have a demonstration prepared okay. for your audience. All right. 
Um, knowing that CEOs um, usually give this to their CMOs, their marketing departments to handle. Right, because you're talking to CEOs of middle market Absolutely, and I know that. Um, so if you have a chance, um, hopefully not in your car, but if you, I, I prepared something easy to remember. Okay, now we have a lot of people that listen as a download as a podcast. Will this work for them as Absolutely. well? Absolutely. Okay, so if you're not listening live, don't tune out because this applies to you as well. That's right. If okay. you want to hear more information about um, Rick's show or the radio station, um, get your phone out, open your messaging app uh-huh. and text the word CEO. That's it. That's your message. And the number you're going to send it to is 78453. So you're going to text CEO right. to 78453. Okay. And you'll see the magic and what happens. Okay. So hopefully live now, some of you are out there doing it. It'd be a fun experiment. If you're listening to us live, we'd appreciate you doing that. And if you're listening to us as a podcast sometime in the future, go ahead and join the community. It sounds like exactly. Right? Absolutely. Okay. Um, part of the, part of the, uh, the reason a lot of, a lot more orange County people, a lot of United States companies haven't jumped in this mobile marketing train right. is because, um, lack of knowledge. They really don't understand how it works. So I think this demo will really lay it out for people once they perform the opt-in. And once they see it, they'll start to get an idea of how it can work for their company. Okay, so as as you're saying that, I'm, I'm trying to anticipate what CEOs who are listening to our show live or in, in the future might be thinking. Um, the phone is a very personal device. Some people don't even give out their phone numbers for fear that it gets too many people that they don't expect to have them call. It's almost like this phone is an ex- is is a more personal device than a laptop, a, an iPad, or anything else. Some might be reluctant to text CEO to the number that you gave them for fear that they've just enrolled in something that they didn't buy into. Hank, how do you help your clients understand that there's not to overcome that stigma if that's even valid? And what do what can they expect? It's a great question, and I get that frequently. I start I usually start my presentations by saying, for one. Um, I think mobile marketing is intrusive. If you do not want to be um, hit, pinged, can you imagine receiving text messages in the amounts that you receive in your spam box? Exactly. The FCC really has a hand in where mobile marketing is going, and they, they do not want it to go where email has gone. So they are very stringent on their laws. They really have a hand on us, and in turn, we have a hand on our clients. Um, I want to point out that, that mobile marketing is a true opt-in-based medium which means if you opt into a campaign and they're in compliance, you can very easily opt out of the campaign. And for all those of you out there who may have been receiving some unsolicited text messages, reply the word stop, and if that company's in compliance, the computer will grab your number and take you out automatically. They may even send you a confirming. Okay. So the, so the way to get out of any text messaging marketing campaign is simply ask them in a reply to the word stop. Yes. And that's the... Legal terms to say cease and desist kind of a thing, Exactly. Right? Okay. And everything goes on record. Okay. So if um, if there's a, a claim, you know, we have to open up our books and show them that they did choose to opt out, and if they didn't, we're in trouble. Okay. Um, you know, somebody can approach me and say, Hank, you know what, I have a million mobile numbers. Can you do a campaign for me? And I say, you know what, I'm not your guy. I can't do that. Why? Because the FCC will fine me $4,000 per message sent. Because you're like a spammer or something? No, because I was not allowed to touch those people. They opted into a different campaign, or they may not have opted into any campaign, which means I they have chosen not to receive information from me or my client. Okay. You have to opt in. You have to start building your mobile database numbers one at a time. And you'll see, Rick, you have zero to start before I sat down here. Right. 
We'll see how many you get. So, so if you, you, I'm a CEO of a middle market company. I'm listening to the show, and I think, okay, I, I think I could use mobile marketing uh, because I have a variety of things that I would like to communicate to people, and this may be the best way to do it because it's such a personal device. Am I able to launch one program, have people opt into that program, and then a month later have a second program and, and just assume since they opt into the first one, I can just hit them with that program too? Or does every program, is it discreet? It's a little gray area there, Rick. You've hit, you, that's a very good question. If somebody opts in to win a Cadillac, it's the assumption that that Cadillac dealership will grab that database and start marketing to them, and right. that is not the case. Those people or those persons who opted in that came were opting in for one specific purpose, not to be sold to, not for any other reason, especially not for any other industry or business once that list might be, could be sold. Okay. And so there are ways to get around that. There are ways to work with that. Okay. And um, that's where my con- consultation or, right. or, or a mobile marketer's consultant's right. advice will come but, in greatly. But, uh, because I think on the other side of that, if I, as a person who voluntarily opted into one of your promotions to buy the, to win the Cadillac, then you might be able to get me to opt into another program because maybe I didn't win the Cadillac, but I'm interested in a Cadillac, and I would certainly like to know about specials that you have. So I can see how at least, because in sales and marketing, if the prospect takes initiative and makes effort, that shows you, that's a buying signal, right? That's an interest signal. It, 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 you you want to foster that without frustrating that prospect moving forward. It's one of the most prime databases you can build. If I go to a shopping mall and I see um, a Cadillac that they're going to raffle off, and all I need to do is give them my email address, I'll give them my email address, but I'll give them the one I don't check for three months. Uh. Now, if they ask me to text in my mobile number, guess what? I've had this number for 18 years now. Yeah. I'll probably have it for another 18. Right. And so that's why these personal devices are really going to be protected. Okay. Makes a lot of sense. All right. Well, Hank, we're going to take our third and final break here on Critical Mass Radio Show, and we're going to continue to talk about all things mobile as it relates to his firm, Sonic Mobile, when we come back after these words from our commercial sponsors. There's something uniquely positive about the word up. When things are good, things are looking up. When you want to go fast, you speed up. And when you're really cheering, you stand up. So when you want to move up, what do you do? Well, when it comes to getting your bachelor's degree or master's degree, there's one university that stacks up better than virtually everyone else, and that university is Brandman. Brandman University is ranked by U.S. News & World Report as one of the nation's top ten universities for online bachelor's programs, and it ranked best in the state of California. Brandman also received top honors from U.S. News & World Report for our online graduate programs in business and education. Plus, our programs are available on ground at more than 25 convenient campuses. So to wrap things up, we recommend you look us up at brandman.edu. That's brandman.edu. And find out how to move up like never before. Brandman University. Move up. Smart Business Network is a business-to-business multimedia company providing insight, advice, and strategy for C-level executives of fast growth, middle market, and large companies. As one of the nation's largest publishers of local management journals, under the Smart Business name, Smart Business Network publishes 19 regional print editions, presents dozens of large and small-scale business conferences and award programs, and produces a vibrant interactive digital media presence. 
For more information, visit us at www.sbnonline.com. Richard Franzi is a highly sought-after keynote speaker on topics of interest to CEOs of middle firms across North America. Richard's talks include Killing Cats Leads to Rats, a fascinating look at how unintended consequences of CEOs' decisions impact their firm's performance. Your Gray Matter Matters, which explores how a CEO's mindset can differentiate a middle market firm and define its culture. Richard delivers talks to a variety of audiences, ranging from executive team retreats to keynotes in front of hundreds of CEOs. To learn more about his talks, visit criticalmassforbusiness.com and select the contact page or call 949-887-4104. Welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. I'd like to thank and acknowledge our listeners who download our show as a podcast. You've downloaded over 10,000 shows during the last 30 days. We here at the program appreciate your continued and growing support. All of our shows can be heard live here on Internet Radio Station, octalkradio.net, or rebroadcast anytime from Apple iTunes, Stitcher.com, and other business-oriented podcasting services. All right, Hank Modaka is our guest. He's the VP of Western Region for Sonic Mobile. We're talking about all things mobile text messaging as the next frontier of marketing. I'm wondering if you could share with us a little bit of the marketing trends and how that works on a global scale, Hank. Sure. First of all, I want to start off by saying the United States is probably about five to seven years behind the rest of the world when it comes to mobile communications. Um, The rest of the world seemed to have it figured out several years ago. That's one of the reasons why Sonic Mobile got involved. Um, they are providing services that allow people to actually pay bills, to also communicate, again, with government agencies and be being warned with a text message of maybe a tornado or a hurricane or some emergency services. Some of those products and services really haven't been uh, adopted here in the United States as, as quickly as we would like, but it's coming around. It's definitely um, reaching the states, and people are being more and more aware of it. It always starts with the big brands. The big brands start it, using it uh, around the world to some success, and then it trickles down here in the United States. Why do you think we're so far behind the rest of the world? Um, I think that we're behind simply because um, the majority of people here in the States have smartphones now. First of all, 80% of all adults have a phone, period. And I think the adoption of smartphones is somewhere around 53%. In other parts of the world, they still use the old flip phone. Um, which doesn't have the ability to do quite as much as the smartphone these days. Uh, so their ability to communicate comes from text messaging or SMS. Interesting. Okay, so their SMS is one of the technologies for text messaging? Yes. Um, SMS stands for Short Messaging System. Yes. And MMS yes. stands for Multimedia Service or System. And the difference is one's text and the other's graphic. Or a video. Okay. All right. You learn something new every day here. <laughs> All right. And are are you saying, you said it starts with the large brands. I can see that because they have a global footprint. But I, I tend to think that small companies and middle market companies tend to be the innovators, and then the big guys copy it once they see it's it's kind of been in place. Here in Southern California, can you share a little bit with some of the work that you're doing with clients and how they might be using Sonic Mobile Systems to reach their clients and prospects? Sure. You had mentioned some of the larger brands. We had done a, uh, a campaign for Crisco Oil in the Dominican Republic, 
and Crisco Oil has a big presence there. And we did a campaign to where we estimated maybe a million messages would come in a month. And this campaign consisted of Crisco Oil printing unique codes underneath their caps. So when you bought a, an oil and you take the cap off, there's a code there. We've all seen them for the, on the yeah, Pepsi and right, Coke yeah, cans. Right. And they were able to text that code in to see if they won. Well, the grand prize was $15,000, Rick, and that's a year, year salary for people down there. What we did anticipate was the, the 4 million messages per month that came in for people opting in, nor would we anticipate the sophisticated software programs that were created to duplicate the numbering sequence of the alphanumeric sequence. And we can see 4,000 codes coming in from uh-huh. one unique number. We, that's uh-huh. how we knew that they were doing that. Okay. Part of the hype also... Um, was that people were going in the the stores and stealing the caps off the, off the bottles? So this was a very okay. enticing. You're not exactly campaign. convincing me that I want to do a campaign oh, no. like this based on the fact that I'd lose my caps on my bottles of Crisco. But to get four million opt-ins in three months was astronomical, and and we were very very ecstatic. Crisco the must be really popular down there. And well, can you imagine the the press they got off of this with people you know uh-huh. doing the unique things to see if they can win? Right now here it's a little different. Okay. Um, the adoption obviously hasn't picked up that. To that extent, uh, we did a campaign for Skull Candy, the maker of the headphones or the sure. earbuds, at the um, U.S. Open. And what they did is they flew, um, they drug a, a plain banner across the beach that said, Tech Skull Candy to win a free pair of earbuds. And their objective was to get people off the sand and go into their vendor booth. Now, they were giving away their beads and their stickers and their hats, and their, they're giving them away anyways. But in one... And every thousand that opt in, they were given a free pair of earbuds. Seventy-five thousand people opted into this campaign. It was very successful for us. Hmm. And two years ago, um, we tried to get really creative with that database we built, but the uh, consumer knowledge really wasn't there as far as what they thought they can do with it. Uh-huh. And they said, "No, you can you can do whatever you want with it." We had to purge it, obviously. But I mean, can you imagine seventy-five thousand right. prime demographic numbers to be reached again? to be physically enticed to do something to purchase. Right. We um, advise them to send another text message with at least a link to where they can be found or a link to their website. Um, and they were just, just weren't interested in it. Mm. So the adoption is, is taking a little bit longer. Okay. Is this primarily a marketing tool for B to C companies? Or do, do you think B to B companies could use mobile marketing as well, Hank? Mobile marketing, in a sense, is a true business-to-consumer medium. Okay. The business-to-business medium with with mobile is mobile enterprise. The ability to give enterprises the ability to communicate within their own structure, their own um, environment, uh, whether it's a local company, regional company, or international company, with apps that let them do various things that house presentations for sales, um, the ability to have webinars for maybe their salespeople or consumers or businesses it's a different um a different beast but they're still coming back to the the mobile phone as the device of choice right now in um in many companies the phone is the property of the individual and working with b2b companies are are they finding it's acceptable if they want to use that mobile marketing as a communications tool to be communicating with their employees on their personal phones Another great question. We are we are attacking that challenge as we speak. Um, bring your own device to work is very popular, 
And this is where the adoption of enterprise mobility comes in. If, if the enterprise builds their own applications that they use, they have control and security. Okay. Okay. So there's not a problem with people using personal devices, assuming they have the right infrastructure. Well, you know a technology as well as I do. If the technology is there, someone's going to be ahead of it to try and beat it. Right. They're, it's, it's just the, the nature of the beast. Right. But for B2C, B2C companies out there, this is clearly, especially if the... Now, maybe I'm out on a limb, but the skull candy gave me this thought that if your targeted demographic are digital natives millennials or the next generation i mean you would see how you could get interactivity there Uh, i would think that would be a great platform as in your skull candy example to reach that demographic and empower them and engage them you're really talking about engagement here aren't you? absolutely um the adoption of the of the the technology to opt in is is one of the youngsters obviously They, they they initiated this trend but what we're seeing is more and more adults are opting in, and if it's relevant to them, right, and you keep them engaged, it's a great tool. Like you said earlier, the personal device is never without of arm's reach. So, what better way to reach them initially, right, than through a text message to, to kick off your your campaign? Right. Um, again, it just leads to other things. That the SMS initial text message leads to um, the ability to download apps, the ability to sell your product, to, to drive them to a particular landing page or site or video. Mm-hmm. And it's very powerful. It's a communication process, right? right. Yeah, it, it's our job to, to show the, the business how to keep them engaged, how often to send, how, how, how much is too often. Um, how many links can we send? And, and so that's where we come in. That's where we it sounds like there, um It sounds like there is that the opportunity as well to reward people for taking action. You know, uh, Skull Candy, one in a thousand, get a free set of headphones. I, I would think uh, it's in the idea of reciprocity. If you text this into me and you become a part of my community, I've got to be offering you some things of value that continue to reward the behavior that I'm looking for. There needs to be an enticement for somebody to take physical action to grab their phone within reach, right. open up their messaging app, and, and opt in. And trust. I mean, i got to trust that by doing that. I'm not going to regret it in a day or a month. Or Let me show you an example of how, uh, a quick example of how real estate agents are using this. Instead of putting the printed flyers in that plastic uh, box on the... Yeah, they're always site. out anyway. Absolutely. By the time I get there, they're empty. Text the address to a particular number. A lot of people drive by these homes, really don't want to talk to salespeople. Right. They really they want pertinent information. Right. They want number of bedrooms. They want amounts. Right. And move on. Right. But if I'm interested, then I do want to talk to somebody. So the the savvy real estate company puts pictures, right? Videos, 360 videos on on that they can watch on their device. The consumer's happy. Right. And so once that's done, the real estate agent you've opted in has your phone number. Ah. They're going to give you a call in a couple hours. See how you did. Right. See if you have any questions. Right. And at that point in time, it's your option to say, yes, I enjoyed it, or tell me more about it, or no, I'm not interested. Right. It's not in my price range. Or Absolutely. I need four bedrooms. It's only three. Yeah, right. Absolutely. What so, an efficient way again, to Again, it's that, just though. a choice. Um, people still prefer email. Some of the younger graphic, demographic uh, prefer SMS. As many choices as you can offer and as many decisions as your consumer audience can make, the better. Whatever fits their lifestyle. Right. Because I think your real estate example of all the things we talked about is, for me, the the most engaging because uh, having had that experience where there was a house that looked great on the outside, but there was no flyer in the box, uh, 
sometimes I forgot about it, right? Because you go out and you look so many homes, you forget. <clears throat> if there was a way to get great information, more than it was on the flyer, because I text them and they sent me back a website that was richer with media, uh, that would be what a great advantage. And then I wouldn't mind a call from the agent, especially if I was interested in it. I'd want them to call me because I'd want to probably take the next step. Absolutely. Some of the more tech-savvy real estate companies out there are um, matching up that address to other listings right. of the similar area, number of bedrooms, and amounts. Yeah, it's like and and the, now you have some. Now you have an engagement. I know what this customer is interested in. Let's send them some options. Right. Yeah. Very powerful. Uh, all right, Hank. If someone would like to learn more about Sonic Mobile and how a middle market CEO might be able to use this for their business, how do they find you guys online? Um, thank you for this opportunity. Um, I'm going to give my digital business card out. And I'm just going to tell people to text Hank to 78453. Do that again. Text Hank, H-A-N-K, to 78453. Okay. And my contact information will magically appear, and there's all kinds of ways to get in touch with me. So if I'm listening to this as a podcast in a week or two, I can still do that. Absolutely. It doesn't have to be right now in the moment. This is good for the future because you're going to keep that phone with you for the next 18 years. Absolutely. It's good until I change it. Okay. If anybody out there is also interested in learning more about mobile here in Orange County, there's an Orange County Mobile Conference coming up on March 27th. It's going to be held at the Center Club, a beautiful Center Club in Costa Mesa. It's outrageous. Um, I understand that's one of your supporters. sponsors. Beautiful beautiful place they've done a great job for octane who um is hosting the event okay and so i want to encourage everybody to to at least inquire and that's another text message for information okay it's text oc mobile o c m o b i l e got it to seven eight four five three seven what a way to communicate huh yeah it's very shorthandish i know it's very very good concise and we like that yes we do anything else no, I'm done. Thank All you right. for the opportunity. I well, appreciate it. Thanks for being a friend of the program, and welcome to our community. Continued success in pushing out a new version of mobile marketing, which sounds like very applicable for a lot in our audience. Uh, I hope today you've enjoyed our show, ladies and gentlemen, and maybe the interview has given you some new ideas or information that hopefully you can use to make better and more informed decisions. The show is brought to you by our commercial sponsors, Brandman University, Commercial Bank of California, our newest sponsor, Decision Toolbox, Smart Business Magazine, Succession Strategies, and the before-mentioned Center Club in Costa Mesa, California. Our engineer for today's show is Paul Roberts. Our producer is Crystal Nunley. Our guest coordinator is Kathleen Shepard. Our social media manager is Asia Celestino. And I'm your host, Rick Franzi. If you'd like to learn more about Critical Mass for Business, or you'd like to refer a future guest or advertise on the radio show, Please visit our website, criticalmass4forbusiness.com. And until the next show, I hope all of your decisions move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi.